Welcome back to another take on personal leadership with Tim Marsh, the man sitting opposite me, and myself, Nicholas Phillips. This week, uh, in episode three, we're gonna talk through a more specific scenario, I suppose, and it's where you as a leader have been promoted and you're feeling the pressure. So we've actually, a nice little marketing term here, promoted and under pressure. Tim, what's front of mind for you around this space? Okay, there's two parts and I'll, we'll work on the second part today. The, the first part is there's those people who have been promoted into roles and their number one strategy they normally use is to just work their backsides off in the first few months. To prove themselves yeah. or to yeah. their boss maybe, yeah. Yes, Makes sense. so there's a, there's a whole set of things that comes with that. And I want to park that one for the session. Mm-hmm. I want to look at um, this one about people who find themselves promoted and this pressure piece is very much about how did I get here? Am I, ca- am I actually capable? What if people find out that I'm not actually capable of doing this? You know, imposter syndrome, you can call it all sorts of things, but it, it tends to come from the situation where people are promoted normally on technical competence. You know, Nick, you're really good at this job. There's this next role coming up. Uh, we've got you already marked for it. You're all good to go. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Mm. Congratulations. And now you find yourself in that space. Mm. And it's not uncommon for people to be doubting themselves. And the pressure starts to be where they uh, then build that from not just am I capable of doing it, but there's so much effort and energy once again going on in that thought process that they stop actually functioning maybe as well as they they should be. So it now starts to affect decision making. So I'm about to make a decision because I'm doubting my capability in this role. Mm -hmm. I'm now doubting whether I should make that decision. So I'm going to actually pause and procrastinate on it. And not make the decision. Yeah. So it's one of the reasons for procrastination where, you know, people are doubting themselves and there's others, but it's one element. So now I've pushed that decision out. What I'm starting to do is if I put another decision out, another decision out, another decision out, I've now got a log jam of decisions Mm. and then some of those may not go well and regardless um, we're always going to make decisions that don't go well so I've now created not only a log jam but a recycled message of maybe I'm going to mess it up and maybe I'm not capable of doing it which adds pressure absolutely (laughs) more pressure on top of then other things that are banking up around that so because I'm not making decisions other things are now happening and I'm having to react so You can see how it wouldn't take very long for someone in a certain mindset of questioning themselves for that now to cascade out on a whole range of other levels, Mm. including people around them who maybe also start to doubt the capability of that person too. So it's it's a real minefield from a, a perpetual motion. You know, it builds momentum fairly quickly. Okay, so... Two questions for you. The first is, is this something that you've seen often? Yeah, a lot. And it's and a part of the challenge is when people are promoted, it is incredibly hard for people to go to their line manager or colleagues and say, help, or I'm struggling a bit, can we have a conversation? Because early on, it's once again coming back to that earlier point, is, you know, I've been given this job, I, I should be able to do it. Mm. You know, I, mm. I am now putting pressure on myself to be bulletproof and perfect. Especially if the person that is your direct line manager is the person that earmarked you for the job and gave you the job. Correct. That'd be a difficult conversation. Well, and even if that if that wasn't the case, it's still an issue for people. Even if a separate interview panel did it, you know, yep. there's this pressure to perform, to comply, to meet what's required. Mm-hmm. Individuals seem to be very good at reframing stories for themselves very quickly. So it goes from being 
I'm new in the role, um, you know, I've got a lot to learn and there's some things that I can focus on and when I get them done right will serve me well and I'll learn the other bits as I go to mm. it turns into I don't I don't know what I'm doing and I'm lost and I and every day I, I'm making mistakes. Mm. Like it's a very significant shift in in the inputs that an individual's giving themselves. Then on top of that is and I haven't got anyone I can really go to to talk about this or share because that's a sense of failure or I'm letting someone else down. All right, okay. So my first of two questions for you is, if you were a manager and you've now had someone come underneath you in your team and you suspect this might be the case, what can one do there as an initial step to help that person? It's to have the conversation, but it's to set it up as a safe conversation. So it's not deemed to be a performance discussion. Mm. It's deemed to be about a genuine care for that person in that situation. Setting that up has to be in how it's worded, the tone in your voice, the environment that you're going to have it in. If it's, as I said, if it's interpreted as it's a performance conversation, mm. you, you having people come in already in a defensive mindset, being further in a defensive mindset. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the first piece. The second piece has got to be about your thinking through, if you don't know this person very well, what are the kind of questions that you might frame that will enable this person to open up a bit? Because if they can open up, you can get some really good clues about a way forward. If they shut down, you've got a challenge. And so I think it's this logical piece of, I'm just using this as an example, but it would be, I'm really concerned for your, your own mental health and what's happening at the moment. Mm -hmm. There's some things that are going on at work that I'm concerned about because it's about you and your actual, you know, how you are at mm -hmm. this point in time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to talk about performance. I want to talk about you. Can we set some time? Let's get out of the office, cup of coffee, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and let's have a chat about you because I, I think there's a way forward here. And I, I'm mm -hmm. not prepared to let this become a more complex space for you. I can see that there's some things already and that's not a judgment, it's just an observation. Are you okay if we set some time? So I'm just, I'm modeling that as a, mm -hmm. an as example. a simple example, mm -hmm. yeah. The way that you as a leader handle a situation like that can greatly determine the outcome. Absolutely. And look, there's a converse to here for the individual. Yeah, that was my next which is question. Probably yeah. next question. Yep. If you know you're in that situation, like once again, this is incredibly hard to go, boss, can I talk to you about me? And it might be, it's, you know, I want, it's a, a, comp, a, a conversation away from the workplace, but it's about me in the workplace at this point in time. That's a really hard one to say, look, if you're in that situation, just have a, just have a chat with your boss, it'll all be okay. I don't know what the environment that you're in, I don't know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, but I, what I do 100% know is, if you don't have a conversation soon, it will be a much harder conversation later. And I think that's the key. It's not, it's not this magic wand of like, just chat with your boss. But it's, if you don't chat with your boss sooner, it will be a much harder conversation later. It's already a hard conversation, I get that. Logically, I think I know where the seven day commitment might be heading, but let's frame it up that you are, um, you are a person that's possibly in this situation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, or you might be starting a role soon, but you're already getting ideas that are yep. like what we've talked about today. Seven day commitment team. Probably the first piece is planning to have the conversation. Okay. Like what's, what's my approach? Mm. And that's regardless of whether you're in it or you think one of your people are in it. I actually think that's the first step because it's very hard to believe that you're gonna go and set up a meeting unless you have some of that clear. Thank you, Tim. No problem.
Thanks for watching, everyone, and we'll see you next week.